Hey everyone, we are back for our episode five. It's Woo! your boy, right? Five, five, five. So we're halfway to ten. It is big. So normally it's your boy CJ, your ordinary CJ. I normally open up the show, but today we're gonna kind of switch things up. Even though I kind of already technically opened Did it, open it up. But, uh, but I'm gonna let okay. Clarence just kind of take over right now. Hey everybody, it's me. I know <laughs> you're all. Amazed that I'm starting, but anyway. But um, today we have a special guest. Uh, we're going to call her Nurse G, Kendra, uh, my good, good G? sis. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, this beautiful black queen God, we have here. Black stars. <laughs> yes, you. all of the above. Uh, she is a registered nurse of... 23 years. Mm, 23 years. Oh, damn near 25. I want to say 25. Essential worker, Ooh, too. She's an Shout essential worker. Yes. She's been, when I tell you, she's been out there in these streets since the start of all this bullshit. It's craziness. Yes. That I really think that Trump's people started. You want to start that. That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother topic. But she, not only that, she is an amazing, like, chef. She is a yoga instructor. She is she does so many interesting things. Like, it sounds like you're just a jack of all trades. She is a jack of all trades. Like she can do so creative, such a creative mind and visionary. Multiple sources of income. I'm here for it. Like yes, and activist. Activist. Uh, what's something else? Some things that stick Pleasure out to activist. me. Um, I have my level one certification in conscious erotic touch. Yes, conscious erotic touch. Um, so, See? Touch. He always says he's touched to five. <laughs> when in reality, he, he be getting touched. Yeah, touch hunger is, is real. Touch hunger is very real. Touch hunger is a thing. Um, she, one thing, um, she's, a, she's very sexually liberated, which sex I positive, love. Sex yeah. positive. Um, and she, uh, what else? Oh, yeah. She's a part of the, you didn't mind if you say it, but. The Black Nudist Society. I want to learn yeah, more about Black that, Nature's actually. Black, so it's not the Black Nudist Society. It's Black, Black Nature Association. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk more about that. Okay. He likes to be naked, too. Yes. Yes, my brother. Yes. He's, he's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> he's a freak. All the fellow freaks to the table, please. Oh, my God. I want to call a freak. I just <laughs> no. enjoy the skin that you're in. Absolutely. And, I mean, that's, that's the thing about... Um, that's the thing about nudity, particularly um, for me, like how I um, really began to delve into my yoga practice. I initially started out um, in a new yoga class mm. and the purpose of having these new yoga classes was one, to desexualize nudity and to two, um, eliminate um, body shaming. Um, the, those particular classes were centered around black people. Anyone could attend. But Men and was, women? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I might not need to be there. Anyone could attend, um, but it was the instructor centered around black people because, you know, oh my gosh, from the first time the feet of our ancestors, you know, hit these shores, you know, our bodies were policed, mm-hmm. our hair, uh, we were devalued and dehumanized. And all these centuries later, 
coming back into just just having to prove our humanity. Like we have to fight for basic human rights. Mm-hmm. Laws had to be created so that we could comfortably wear our hair the way it grows from out of our scalp. Mm-hmm. So um so something like being able to embrace your body even in the nude sense. Um I think it's amazing and not freakish at all. Well I don't think I would need to be at that class because <laughs> Things would be going up probably, and I probably wouldn't be focused on the actual yoga piece. Yeah, to put him out. Yeah, I probably got kicked Call out. Honestly, oh. I probably would got kicked out. Okay, okay. For you know, looking, <laughs> being creepish, probably, and probably trying to touch something. You are right. creep. We do. Yes. We do our best to filter out the creeps from. Well, I'm not really a creep. I'm not really a creep, but you know, I would have been there. Like, no, you would have been. I'd have been leaking. I'd have been looking and lurking. <laughs> looking and learning. You and really are creep. From what I seen in yoga like you're in close we're not far from each other but like mm-hmm. you're not too far from each other if that yeah. makes sense yeah we're not too we're not too yeah. far from one another but one of the things um one of the things about yoga um particularly the portion that most people are familiar with um which are the different poses or asanas um one thing that that we say is when you step on your mat it literally is just you and your mat and when i I've heard other people say that before I really got into yoga and it was Mm -hmm. like, huh, like, what do you mean? But it wasn't until I actually began to practice that I understood. Um, I can easily get on my mat and the yoga studio can be, you know, full of other people. There could be like 23 other people in the yoga studio. But once I actually step onto my mat, it's just, it's literally just me and my mat and I hear the instructor but I'm not focused on anyone or anything else that's going on around me mm-hmm. because um, we're taught to set an intention when we step onto the mat. Like, what do you hope to gain from this practice? What do you, what do you intend to leave behind? What are you just going to just release and drop right here on the mat? And it's yoga is one it's a it's a lifestyle and there are eight limbs to yoga and the asanas are the poses which everyone's familiar with that's just one of the limbs um breath work being another meditation being another um and it, it really and truly is an inward work so when you step onto the mat like you're really and truly you know in in yourself and one because i'm a medical professional and have been for so long like bodies don't excite me like that, mm-hmm. so I'm not in there. Ooh, and on checking, you know, checking folks out. Mm-hmm. Plus, um, I'm a nudist, so there's it's not like there's something extraordinary about seeing a naked body. It just it just is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. another human being. Well, I definitely something I want to look into, but I know I probably would walk out with a boner and maybe a number or two. And I am so glad that you <laughs> are just honest about yeah. it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Creep. I'm just saying. Creep squad. But Nurse G, welcome to the Pride, Love, right. and Ego podcast. Because we're talking about... Yes, welcome to the Pride, yes. Love, and Ego and podcast. It's yes. so ironic that this is the fifth episode and five this... being my favorite number. Five well, is my favorite number. do it right. So glad that you're here and to... Bless us with your presence and your knowledge and just yes. what you're about and everything. So I'm so excited to get into these topics today right. and to so, just get your feedback because, yeah. you know, normally it's two guys talking, but to get a woman, especially a black, beautiful woman's perspective, it's always better for, you know, to hear yes. from both sides. So, yeah, yeah. I kind of wanted like to add someone, another, a woman's 
perspective on the, the topics we're going to talk about today. Uh, we're going to get a little deep, not too deep, keep it light, but we're deep, as deep as we can get. But yeah. um, So the topics I want to get you guys' opinions on is ghosting, mm-hmm. I think. I don't mm-hmm. I think we've all been ghosted. Oh, too many times. Not, too many times and yeah. how it feels. Um, yeah. And then following up that up with mental health awareness in relationships and post-breakups. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. And I can't speak for the experience of our Caucasians. I can only, we can only speak from the black experience. Absolutely. And so black, to me, the black experience of dating is, different from absolutely. the white experience. Oh, absolutely. I, absolutely. You can fight me on it, you can argue me down absolutely. about it, but it, it's, it's a different. different experience. Well, I would, yeah. Because we deal with different traumas and different things. So that's that's kind of why I want to get everyone's opinion. So I'll start off. Uh, have I been ghosted? A many a time. Yeah. Oh, to be the question, why were you ghosted? Why do you believe you was ghosted? Um, as y'all have heard me say, I think I'm the cream of the crop, and but I but you should feel that way about yourself. You should, but you, you also should feel, feel like yourself, you don't do nothing But you wrong. know what? But no, 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 no. I am very aware where I will say that I know if I do something wrong, I will say, you know what? Hey, I'm wrong with this, and I'm gonna try to let me change it. Not off gate, you don't. I do. No, Clarence. Well, you no, okay, have, you okay, have to be, you okay, have to be right. Okay, okay, I do. There is you a, have to be there right. is a sense of me having to be right. Right. But then, once we sit there and converse and have a conversation about it, and then I'm just like, okay, you have now convinced me that I might not have been right. Maybe in this the convincing situation. doesn't need to be there. Maybe you should, or you know. But that's just that's human nature. No, we're having conversation. We're conversing. That's what you converse about. We're conversing. If I do something that offends you, and I'm just like, well, well I don't you don't know what offends me. I don't know what offends you, right? And I don't understand why it's offending you. Then you break it down to me and say, hey, it's this offended me by because. X, Y, and Z, I'm like... Well, that's different because oh, you didn't know. Well, but I'm not right. No, no, that's different because you didn't know that you were offending me. However, if there's a situation to where you know what's going on and mm-hmm. you still think you're right, that's the situation I'm talking about. Well, when I, don't you, do, I don't give any situations. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm if you're not in a like situation that. where you're dating someone and you know what the situation is and you yeah, know that that's just being wrong, a jackass. But you're thinking that you're right because you do think you're right. You know, you, Clarence has but, to get someone's yeah. daddy. Okay? Yeah. So, I, they call you, me daddy. That's what they call me. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know how to call him daddy when he's touch deprived, but whatever. Um, I'm still touch deprived. Anyway, okay, so that's what I'm saying. You know, if you know the situation at hand, but we you don't want to admit to being that you're right. Touch buddies. Yes. He does a lot. I don't. Don't, don't let anyway, him for you. Anyway, go ahead. So that's what I'm saying, though. So the question was, do you know? Why you, was, or, let me not say, do you know? Because I don't you know, know. clearly when you're ghosting, you don't know what's because, going on. But do you have an idea of what led up to that? To where um, the situation came I ha- in the situation I'm talking about, um, they kind of just like dropped out of thin air. Everything was going okay. Mm-hmm. Everything was I going good. I can't stand that. And yeah. everything was going good, and I was under the impression that everything was going good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you know, the next morning I'm sending a good morning text, and crickets. crickets. I'm like, okay, maybe they're just busy. I sent a good afternoon text, crickets. <sighs> Okay, maybe something happened. I sent a good evening, like, everything okay? Nothing. So then it's just like, the next day, I, I do the same thing. Like, maybe, you know, something's wrong. I give people the benefit of the doubt. Right. 
and then boom, it's just like I give up. I'm not. I'm, it's only so many times about to put myself out there on the line. At least you know that you have, and so it doesn't feel good. It feels terrible. It feels like, well, damn. At least you know that you literally went out to try to see if they're going to reach back. Right. Like you made every attempt to see what was going on. Absolutely. Um, and it's not right. But then see, this is what happens. Then now, six months later, they'll, you'll get a random text from that person who ghosted mm-hmm. you. And they'll be like, oh, you know, I just had some things going on. Whatever the case may be. And my thing is like this. I kind of feel like if we're trying to get to know each other, if that's the scenario, what is it going to do to hurt you just to say, hey, I got some stuff going on right now. You know, I don't really care to get into it. If you don't hear from me, that's why. At least I know that you, whether it's true or not, at least I know you're giving me the heads up. Mm -hmm. But for you to just straight out and just say, hey, and then come with this excuse, but I didn't feel comfortable telling you. And I was like, okay, well, if you didn't feel comfortable telling me, at least you still could have told me that something was going on. Whether it's a personal issue, financial issues, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know the details of it. Something. You're still communicating with me. Right. And I don't think that's right. It isn't. And I believe that one of the um, one of the reasons that people ghost is, well, a few reasons. Um, they don't like confrontation. Um, right. Poor communication skills. Absolutely. And not wanting to deal with the fallout of the emotions behind being ghosted. Um, I was ghosted. I mean, you know, Clarence, you definitely witnessed it. And it was it was a shock because, you know, we would get along great. Mm -hmm. We were seeing each other just about every day. Mm -hmm. If he wasn't in my place, I was at his place, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Um, and I knew that there were, you know, some things going on in his relationship with his daughter's, uh, with his daughter's mother, um, the ex-girlfriend, um, and he became, you know, he became a little distant, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. I'm asking him, you know, Hey, are you okay? You know, what's going on? What's happening? Um, and one night, like he just suddenly kind of, you know, backed out on, you know, we were supposed to get together. And so I'm just the type, I'm all right until you give me reason to not be all right. Because I'm like, you aren't, you aren't about to, you aren't about to lie to me or play me for the fool or what have you, Mm -hmm. because I'm just, I'm the type of person that I'm, I'm straight up Mm -hmm. and I show up 100 percent myself um so drove past his house it was another woman's car in the driveway oh see it was like wow okay so do you Um, do a jasmine sullivan situation and bust the windows out well no because that's not me and i'm not built for jail um You know, it wasn't that. it wasn't very long after that that he ghosted. He stopped calling. He didn't respond to um, my text messages or anything, and it was devastating. Were you guys dating or just getting? Or mm-hmm. you guys were in a relationship? Yeah, we were dating. You were dating, okay. And but there was no title yet. No, it wasn't. You okay. know, it wasn't like titles or anything like that. Um, okay. I mean, like he had his he got his kid around me. You know. Okay. Um, oh, so obviously he had a level of trust with you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't bring my kid around just anybody. And it was eight months after the ghosting <laughs> that I saw him at a community health fair. Um, I volunteered with Aid Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And it was a health fair that, um, that took place. Um, there was a church uh, that spearheaded this particular um, health fair. Okay. And 
come to find out it was, you know, his family's church. Because when I walked through the doors, I hear somebody go, hey, stranger. And it was one of his sisters. Like, he introduced me to his sisters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I saw him. And, you know, while I'm, I just went over to my volunteer table. And while I'm doing my thing, every now and again, I look up and, you know, I see him, you know, looking at me. And I'm pretty sure one of his sisters went back and told him, yeah, you know, she's here or whatever. But when I finally like ran into him at this event and he's like, yeah, you know, I really, you know, want to talk about what happened, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And I guess it was about a week later, um, we sat down to talk and, you know, he said, I know, you know, that I was going through some things with my daughter's mom mm -hmm. and yeah, you knew about, this other person, but I also met somebody else. So basically, you couldn't handle the baby mama drama. Plus, you met two other people at the time that, you know, we're supposed to be dating. Mm -hmm. And I said, so tell me, had I ever given you reason to pause in saying anything to me about anything that's going on in your life when I have seen you looking pretty worst. bad, like huh. coming to my house so freaking hungover that you've thrown your guts up and in your living room and you pass out, mm -hmm. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. because you have been up all night drinking because of the drama going on with your daughter's mom, mm -hmm. you know, to see you like that, but still be able to hold space for you. Yet you could not say, hey, you know what? Um, this has been nice, but there's something more that you're wanting that I'm not able to give at this mm -hmm. time. Say that because while you're over here worrying about hurting my feelings by saying that, telling me the truth, it hurts even more that you felt the need to just go and not say a thing, but you think it's okay to just kind of pop back in. And so... Even after he said that, I, I told him, I said, you know, I appreciate you for sharing that. However, that may be your reason, but it's not an excuse. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I said, when I came to you, I said, this is this is what it is. And this is what I this is what I come with. And I don't hold I, I never held it against you that, you know, you have a daughter. I mean, it's not unusual, <laughs> you know, these days, if you, if a man meets a woman or a woman meets another woman or a man meets another man and they already have a child, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's not unusual. Right. So I knew what was going, I knew to, you know, at least on that level, what was going on in your life. And here it is, you know, we formed these bonds. We spent this time together and for whatever reason, you still felt like you could not just say, Hey, this is this is what it is. This is this is what's going on. Right. And I would have respected that. Yeah, still would have been, you know, a little hurt and disappointed, but not experienced the level of devastation that I did. Um, and the long and the short of it was he just he's just a poor a very poor communicator. And he and he was avoiding confrontation. But it's confrontation is having a conversation confrontational it's not necessarily it may not be confrontational to you but to them but to them it, to the that, because they've already worked it up in their head that oh if i say this it may turn into an argument you know um already 
putting forth a narrative that hasn't happened that probably won't happen mm-hmm. <laughs> you know right. so it may seem like confrontation to them whereas sitting in the seat of maturity where you are you wouldn't see it as a confrontation but just honest open mature communication wow. right and the thing well, I'm is sorry that happened to you jesus yeah. that um but while it was hard and it hurt it did push me to delve a bit deeper in my sessions with my therapist okay. and it helped me to uproot a lot of things because while um, I do realize and, and something that I want everyone to realize, the ghosting isn't your fault. Well, it's not always your fault. Oh, but you feel like it's your fault because yeah, you, you, you feel, feel like, like you, feel you don't like know what's going on, especially you, when you're just exactly, left in an empty space and it's exactly. just like, absolutely. And, 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 you know, just being a human being, it is difficult to avoid, well, what did I do? What did I do? What could I have done differently? Because that was something that I battled with because, mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, I know, as the old folks say, I know in my knower that I didn't do anything to cause him harm or to disrespect him. I did, you know, what I could to, you know, support, to show myself friendly to create space for him and that just wasn't what he wanted um but just being a human being you're gonna you're going to feel the feelings well yeah those are my feelings every time i got ghosted i feel like it was my fault especially when you know things are going great like we're going on dates we're hanging out Mm -hmm. we're communicating Mm -hmm. like we're doing things to Mm -hmm. build a relationship to where we could potentially be together yeah and then I just don't hear from you no more. Yeah. And I know you see my text messages. Like, poof. It's like driving off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> I know you see my text messages because then your ass is over here posting something on Instagram right. or Facebook. Right. And that, I think that's a slap in the face. I think it's it's very disrespectful. If we follow each other on social media. It's so disrespectful. On, on more than one social media yeah. and you steady active yeah. and then you still haven't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that goes back to our, our uh, episode before when I said, "Are you circling the block? Don't yeah. circle the block right. down this way." Right. And even after, and even after, you know, he he said his piece as far as why he did what he did. We would talk from time to time, but it he was consistently inconsistent. Oh, of course. And mm-hmm. it was just a matter of oh, he's just making sure he still has access to me. So let me fix that, and. Initially, I changed. I took his name out of my phone and I changed. I put him under the label of detached, unavailable. So whenever the phone would ring, and I, I knew exactly who it was. Mm-hmm. But then it was like my higher self asked me, "Why are you continuing to entertain this? What's this no longer good? serves. This no longer serves you." I thought to ask. It was. That's all I was going to say because I've been in that predicament too. But after, but see, after the break, it It was like, yeah, we, yeah, we weren't. So. (sighs) It's hard. I'm sorry. I mean, it was. So let me just, so let me just, so let me just put this out there. It was, it was good. However, he had the potential to be better, but because he was not. But because he was not in a place of being open to to listen and to learn Mm -hmm. because he's the type of man who, when it comes to sex, he leads with his ego. And I got tired of, you know, just, okay, we got to come back to the basics. We've got that it's just sex 101 and it's like why in because this happened in 2018 slash 19 
why is it that I still have to have conversation with you about normalizing the use of lube? It doesn't mean that I don't want you, that I'm not attracted to you. Bruh, we've been smoking. We've been drinking. That's going to dry me out. So help a sister out. Well, I didn't know that. This doesn't mean that this has nothing to do with, this has nothing to do with, oh, well, I'm not turning her on. It's, it just has everything to look at these, look at these particular factors. And if we want sex to be comfortable, particularly, you know, particularly for me, then this is something that needs to be used. It's there. like, why do I have to have these right. debates about my body, which is something else that I tell people, stop placing the power of your pleasure in somebody else's hands. Get to know yourself. I, you're just talking all types of gems right now mm-hmm. for me. Because if you don't know, <laughs> if you don't know what brings you pleasure, how do you expect the next person or the person Amen. that you want to know because they're just going to come at you with this preconceived notion about how to please you based on everybody else that they've been with and honey mm. I'm on a whole other level I'm come on a on different now. plane okay. I'm a sexually mature and sexually free woman and you're just not going to step to me the way you did these other chicks because what you did to them may have made them say ah, and I'm looking at you like the fuck what was that <laughs> what was that and 10 times out of 10, so one, I'm older than, I'm older than him. I'm nine years <laughs> older than him. So he was used to dealing with women his age and younger. Mm. And I'm pretty sure that many of them were still stuck in that phase of uh, they, they haven't found their voice yet. They didn't want to hurt his feelings. So they were out here faking the funk. I have a t-shirt that says, stop faking orgasms. Please stop. I need that shirt. <laughs> you know? Um... <laughs> But back to the original topic. I need that shirt. I had to make the, like I said, my higher self said, why are you continuing to entertain this? This no longer serves you. And I just, you know what? You're right. I blocked and deleted his number. Now, he still follows me on Facebook. He never posts anything. He never okay. likes any of my posts. But, you know but, I know, but I know he's there because every now and then he'll send some little cheesy video to my DMs instead of if, instead of just say hello. If you want to say hello, just say right, hello. Right, but it might be petty, but it's like, Loki, I want you to still follow me because I want you to see how, how I'm Absolutely. leveling up. I want you to see Absolutely. what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? And what you missed out on. Yes, there was another guy that I went out with and please understand that just because someone is a certain age, it doesn't mean that maturity comes along with it. Oh, look, there's a lot of young people that are mature than people that are older. Right, because this this guy, 51, mm-hmm. and we had like a like a mutual acquaintance mm-hmm. and found out that, you know, we were both from the same hometown, we went to the same high school, albeit he had already graduated by the time I got there, but you know, those particular connections. Mm-hmm. So we would chat on Instagram, you know, send each other funny videos and things like that. And so finally we were able to get together and have dinner. Mm-hmm. And it was it was nice. The conversation was great. Um, I was kind of like, hmm, you know, yellow flag because he lied about his height. But, you know, hey. Oh, was it uh, a big <laughs> off with the height? It or was. Just... Um, he said that he was 5'10 and he's clearly 5'6". Because oh, I, was taller, I was taller than him difference. in flats. Four inches. Is that big difference? Is that big difference? So anyway, after, so the dinner, like I said, the dinner went great. The next day, sent him a text message, you know, hey, good morning. Are you, you know, are you back to work? Are you still on vacation? And he sent me a picture of himself at work. And he's like, yeah, I'm back at it. It's always awkward that first day when you've been on vacation. So I was like, okay, well, you enjoy your day. Have a good day. And he hits me with, have a great week. 
And after that, <laughs> he's not liking any more of my posts on Instagram, not sending me any little funny videos anymore. So it's like, okay, bet. I'm going to do one better. Not only am I going to have a great week, you're going to watch me have a great life. And when he saw that I wasn't continuing to try to reach out to him or liking any of his posts or anything like that, oh, then he starts slowly liking a picture here. That's what they always do. And then especially when um, I busted out the girls on my um, yoga retreat in the Dominican Republic. Oh, now he really, he lightened up the likes <laughs> with the That's pictures. how it always goes. And it's like, sir, no. You've already shown yourself. Keep it pushing. Just like anybody who's ever ghosted me, and I mentioned this before, anybody that's ever like done me wrong in a relationship mm-hmm. has always tried to come back. They always try to come back, and I don't understand why you try to circle the block this way. Um, Do you think that it's going to be and it's like it makes me wonder? Is it one of those? Is it one of those (laughs) things like, well, let me just give him some time to cool off, and then if I, I liked you, but I'm not stupid. Disgust me now. I'm not stupid, and (sighs) that's a huge that that's a huge form, in my opinion, of disrespect. disrespect. And what honestly makes you think that I'm just going to welcome you back in? Because I know for us, and you and Leo too, so I know you get it. It's like, you cross us? It's like, that's it. Didn't I, I say that in the last... You, uh, you did say that. When I tell you that I, we can show sure enough act like you don't exist, like that game is so Let me strong. tell you something. I, it, it, it gets, so when you do me like that, because I know type of person, I'm a very loving, affectionate, nurturing, warm person. Loyal to a fault. Loyal to a fault. So when you do me dirty and you didn't have to, you're dead in my head. And maybe I need to speak to my therapist about it, but you're literally, you die in my head. Because if I got to go to all the group to go through all the grieving emotions in my mental and daily just to get past that shit, then um, you, you die in my head. And I play out. A whole funeral sequence. I'm just not giving as more as that that energy. I'm not giving my energy in in that direction in that direction anymore. But yeah, so moving right into you know mental health, dealing with relationships and post breakup. Mm-hmm. How do you? How do each of you feel about the the process of getting past being ghosted? Well, what like you said, mean, I mean, it's it, it, it's it, a grieving, it, it is a grieving it process. It depends, like, how serious it was between me and that person. Mm-hmm. I feel like it wasn't that serious. I had an interest in you, yes. but it's still early. Yeah. I'll probably be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. Keep it moving. But if yeah. it's someone that I was like, I feel like, okay, this is something that could that have been grow. potentially yeah. uh-huh. a good thing for mm-hmm. me and him. Right. And then out the blue, you just ghosted me. Yeah. I mean, it wears on you because you're just like, for me, I can only speak for me, my mind is constantly racing. And I'm thinking like, well, did I do something wrong? Did well, I say I something, something wrong? Different. You know, mm-hmm. is there somebody else? You know, did I say something to offend him and not know it and he didn't mm-hmm. tell me? Mm-hmm. You know, is it something I'm doing that he just doesn't like and he doesn't want to tell me that it's making him unattractive to me? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a plethora of different things. So for me, it, um, I get depressed, you know, is it right? No, thank God for my therapist. But um, 
I love this. Three black people got therapists. Yes. I've been therapist. seeing my therapist since 2017. Thank my you. Therapist is well, I've been going to right? She is um, amazing. My yes. old therapist, he was great, but he took another opportunity in Canada. My new therapist, she's great as well. Um, but yeah, for me, I mean, it's just like an emotional roller coaster, especially when you're like, damn, this is it. Like, this was the one. Like, this is cool. You know what I'm saying? And then for it just to kind of go left and you don't know why, yeah. um, I think it definitely wears down on you mentally. And mm-hmm. I think it can make you kind of go crazy if you don't yeah. do the right steps to take care of yourself Absolutely. and put yourself first in that situation and to literally just decompress everything because I feel like it could really drive you crazy, honestly. Mm. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I think it's, um, for me, it's more of a take a step back. Because I'm not one... I had to stop thinking that every time someone did it, and I don't want y'all to think that I, I just keep getting ghosted like that. Well... I, <laughs> I almost told you what it Well, <laughs> you know, Sarah, look, I love you dearly. I love you dearly, but you know, we keep it real here on the Pride, Love, and Eagle podcast, and... You know, my brother, you've been out here dating. And it seems like lately it's just like one thing after another. So then it makes me think, are you? it's like Candace, you're the common denominator. Like, what's going on? No, no, no. It, it's too no, many no, scenarios. No, 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 it's too no, no, many hold scenarios. It. Hold it. Hold it. Dating, yes. That I, I'm not getting ghosted every time. It, now, it's just a stop. Like, hold up. Okay, we now ain't you recently, in, Hold up. You recently went on a date over the summer. Mm-hmm. And you said it was really good. Mm-hmm. Then... He just stopped hitting you up. Okay. After the fact that you was reaching out to this man. I reached out. And you, you were like, out. and you were like, this was let me really be clear. Re- let, me be very, very, let me be very clear. That wasn't a ghosting situation. He did ghost Because, you. no, he didn't. He okay. didn't ghost me. I did get ghosted this summer. We never went to the first date, though. Um, I remember that situation, too. Yes. But this situation, we did not. It became very dry afterwards. So, it was just like, Okay. Well then, fuck you. No, no, because I remember those. I remember very distinctly. You hit him up, and it took him days to even respond to you. Right, and he, was, it, he still responded. But no, but it took him days, like as if like he didn't like okay. want to respond. And you know what I'm saying? I was already like, you, on the you fucking know, train. You already know when somebody like I had a situation over the summer. Clarence knows about this, okay? And it wasn't really a ghosting situation, but you know when something's wrong. Yeah. So essentially, the person was. We were actually having a good time, mm-hmm. and we went to a place where we mentioned to go. Mind you, it wasn't even the original plan to go to this place. Mm-hmm. But because we were doing the activity, but we didn't go to a lit and turned up location, okay. and it was more of a dry location, okay. it was a whole issue. So for me, I was like, if this is a date, I don't want to be around all that. I want Absolutely. us to... And there's nothing wrong with being you in a fun environment. to be able to... To talk. Right. I, there's nothing wrong with us being in that type of environment and having yeah. fun. But if we're, this is just our second, third date, yeah. I want to be in a more chill environment. Mind you, I didn't even know that that location was going to be that chill. I really okay. didn't. Okay. Because um, I've never been to that location. Um, and it was real chill. Like, when I say it was, like, empty, like, we kind of had it to ourselves. Yeah. And for me, I was just like, you know, this wasn't their original plans. We end up doing this. And yes, you were trying to do something different than dinner. So I applaud you for that. And you were listening to me because you picked up something that I like to do that mm-hmm. I mentioned to you. However, because I didn't want to go to a location that was a little bit more turned up than live, mm-hmm. it was now an issue. And I'm like, well, are you going for the crowd or are you going for me? 
Right. Because I feel like in the beginning stages, we should be just more in a one-on-one type of set. Yeah. So, the next day, we were talking, whatever the case may be, and then that Monday came, I texted him, and he didn't respond back to me till later on, and I knew then something was up. Yeah. And he texted back later on, and at that point, I knew, like, okay, this is it, like, the conversation. Like, we ended, like, the conversation, like, well, you have a good day, I have a good day, but it never said, well, we're just not going to talk no more. Right. But I knew what was going on with the yeah, scenario. And you know, about, you, you know about the scenario because yeah. we talked about it. We were at CHOP. Sometimes you understood. And so when I said I reached out to that person and they didn't reach out back up to me a couple of days, that was on GP. But I kind of feel like, I still kind of feel like he still kind of goes to me even though we ended the conversation because when we texted on Saturday, yeah. he was like, oh, I'm not giving up on that or whatever because, you know, I do like you. And I'm like, okay, cool. But when I text you on Monday and then it took you five hours to respond, yeah. I know that's not your normal pattern. Yeah, I knew then. So I knew if I didn't text you on Monday, then we would have never had a conversation. Yeah. You know it. I don't like to assume, but you just know. Especially when you know a person's pattern. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But Clarence, he, we both been getting ghosted. Yeah, I've been ghosted, but yeah. So I've been ghosted. I opened up by saying I've been been ghosted ghosted a few few times. Even the the 51-year-old that, you know, I told you about. Like, that that didn't hurt. It was just like, really, Brad? This is what we doing? (laughs) And it's just like... Well, have you ever... You know, we talked in the... I didn't mean to cut you off. We talked about being ghosted, but have you ever ghosted someone? In high school. Um, Okay, I'm going to say this. I did it once. Once in my life. I'm the kind of person, even if I don't like you, I'm not going to not respond to you. Mm-hmm. I think it's rude. I think it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I should at least have the common courtesy to respond to you. Mm-hmm. And even if I don't feel like it's going somewhere, I'm going to be like, hey, you know, I think you're cool, but I don't think this is like working out yeah. for us. I'm going to give you something. I'm just not going to leave you up in the air. Yeah. There was this one guy that I met before me moving back here. Mm-hmm. And I chilled with him a couple times when I came down here. Mm-hmm. When I moved back down here last year... He was already kind of extra when I first met him. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. That's just who he is. You know, he might be a really good person. He got even more extra. So the night I moved down, like, he's like, oh, well, you need to come and see me now. The day that I'm moving in. And I'm like, I just told you that I'm, like, moving. I'm 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 unpacking my stuff. You could come over here. Mind you, they didn't even offer that option. Like, no, you need to come to me. And I'm like, for me... That just kind of ticked me off. I'm like, you're, how selfish can you be? So, I right. just into, Now, mind you, I'm moving from out of state, too. Yeah. I moved here, got here on a Saturday or whatever, and I'm literally unpacking everything because I don't yeah. like clutter. So, yeah. like, that whole day was just dedicated yeah, to me, to unpacking, mm-hmm. setting everything up. And you have the audacity to ask me to come and see you right then and there instead like of you to coming to me. Yes. Drop everything. So, for me, doing. and he still kept texting me, so he's the only person I probably blocked. I did block his number because mm-hmm. I was like, that's just so disrespectful yeah. and rude and you had no respect for me. Yeah. And you didn't even offer. Now, mind you, I had another guy that actually offered to come over, which he did, brought me dinner. See? Hung out with me, you know what I'm saying? That same day, you know, when life throws you lemons, you make lemonade. Hello. <laughs> and you always keep it back up. Um, so, you know. And if it's even better, you make lemon green. And mind you, in the shade is the person. <laughs> and the person that came over, he ended Now, he ended up ghosting me. Mm-hmm. He did end up ghosting me months later. Right. He did ghost me. And I thought that was just kind of odd because it was like, I knew yeah. you prior to all this. Isn't and then now I'm here. They do these really grand gestures and then mm-hmm. they just poof. Oh, and oh, he's around. Oh, he's very easily to be found. <laughs> Quite easily. Yeah. Clearance. Knows. I just, I don't. And um, I'm just like, okay, really? This is what we're doing? Yeah. My thing is, but at what age do you just say, you know what? 
I'm feeling you. I'm not feeling you. Um, I'm a man of a particular age, know, and I'm I'm gonna tell you. I'm almost forty years old. Okay, and I am going to tell you. And at thirty one, I'm just like, eh. yeah, yeah. I mean, and 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 it's not even you know, like I said, like I said earlier. Just because a person is a certain age, that doesn't mean sure don't. that maturity comes. No, absolutely. No, and I agree with you with 100% it. with that. Because I've met a lot of older guys that have been really immature for their yeah. age. And I've met a lot of younger guys. See, for me, I prefer to date an older man. Mm-hmm. But I always find younger men because people never believe my age. Right. So I always find men that are in their late 20s, early 30s. I prefer someone that's actually 39 and up. Right. 40 and up, to be honest with you. Right. That's just me, but I yeah, mean, at this stage, um, yeah, they they gotta be they gotta be forty, the youngest. They gotta be forty. I, I just gotta. I don't. I don't know. I. It's just I don't know. But how do y'all? So making a segue, how do y'all feel about mental health in relationships and post breakup? I definitely think that it's. Um, I definitely think that it's important um, because. One, um, <laughs> oftentimes the way we were raised, our relationships with our, our, our parents, mm-hmm. our families informs how we approach relationships. And so, you know, sometimes just depending on how we approach relationships, that can have something to do with the outcome not necessarily saying that mm-hmm. you know that's why the that's always why the ghosting happened um and i can only speak for myself after that whole ghosting situation and like i said it pushed me to you know dig a bit deeper in my sessions with my therapist and it really helped me to unearth a lot of things going back to um the abandonment issues that i mm-hmm. wrestled with I lost my father when I was seven years old. Mm-hmm. And so um, I equated, and, and it's like when my dad passed away, there, was, there wasn't any, oh, go and say your goodbyes or anything like that. Um, and in my seven-year-old mind, I'm thinking, you know, I'll, I'll be a good girl, you know, bring him back. But he wasn't going to come back. Mm-hmm. And so as I matured, as relationships failed, I was seven years old all over again. It didn't matter how much I showed him that I cared or respected him or was kind to him. When he was done with Kendra, he moved on to the next. And it was like there was nothing I could do about it. The same way when my dad died, there was nothing I could do about it. Right, right. And so therapy helped me to get beyond those abandonment issues. So, And then not only that, with therapy post-breakup, that's going to help you to be courageous enough to open up your heart again and step back out there and give love another try. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, and very fortunately, my therapist, her concentration is in relationships. As a matter of fact, she did her dissertation on black love and and relationships. So not only does she deal with people who are married, but she also deals with single people and them, you know, navigating, you know, these dating waters because there's a whole lot of sharks out there mm-hmm. um she's been extremely helpful and very instrumental in um my journey of in my journey of healing and healing is not a destination it's it's a, it's a journey mm-hmm. um and i mean it, it, it's been so extremely beneficial 
and I'm definitely a different woman today because I have that Mm -hmm. in my toolbox being able to have my therapist to, you know, kind of bounce some things off of and push me to dig deeper and even step back out there in, in the dating arena. Because after that whole ghosting thing, like I back, I purposefully backed off. I made the choice to back off so that I can work on myself. Mm. I say, yeah. Well, I, I believe um, mental health and relationship. I feel like you should be open and honest with each other. And I also believe, I think that this should, yeah. um, you guys should do relationship counseling. If you're in a, if you're in a relationship, especially with if it's on a certain level, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and to piggyback on what you said, I feel like also my um, therapist has helped me and still helping me. Um, to deal with issues from my past, yeah. um, seeking for men's validations in the wrong way yeah. because I didn't grow up with my father, right. so I feel like I'm always seeking that attention from a man, mm-hmm. and I don't need to. Right. Um, my mother, shout out to my mom, she's an amazing single Hello. mother. She's my mother and my father, um, but you know, just not having that father figure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had men figures in my life, but not consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I was always and still sometimes I slip, seek for validation in yeah. men, or I want that attention in the wrong way. Yeah. And I know I don't need to be doing that. Mm-hmm. So I do believe with my therapist, they have been helping me Absolutely. to not seek that validation yeah. and to go about things a different way when, mm-hmm. you know, dating. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's real. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I just think that it's good to be self-aware throughout the entirety of your relationship. Mainly before you get into a relationship, it's good to be yeah. self-aware. Have have that self-foundation before you step into to something with someone. And then while you're through it, you know, make sure that you are, you know, staying abreast upon yourself, mm-hmm. like making sure that you're keeping yourself intact and making sure you're checking in with yourself to see if you're all right. So you can properly love that person. And then should it not work out, you know, be OK with yourself and know how to love yourself. Yeah. And, you know, you won't get love yourself. You won't get lost. You won't get lost. It's a journey. Because then you won't your, get identity lost, is tied, your identity won't be you tied have to that a foundation. relationship right. that you already know yourself. And, and, you're and right. that's right, and that's a good way to leave that off, Clarence. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Off and, my soapbox. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give a shout out to um, Kendra. Woo, I mean, Woo, we're woo. definitely gonna have some conversations off air because yeah. I just want to know so much. Yeah. Um, and I could just have a your beautiful spirit and soul. So yeah, yeah, I just have so much more conversations Black with butterfly. you. So I thank you. We thank you for just yes, gracing us, us with your presence episode. and your thank knowledge you and dropping those gems on episode five. Like we Woo. needed these gems. On five you know what i'm saying so let the people know where they can find you and follow you at yeah well thank you um so much for the invite i really enjoyed this this was so much fun we're gonna have you back um, yes. definitely i'd love to have a, a conversation around pleasure because yes that is yes yes that is and yes so you're, huge to me you're, teach me um, some new things so um <laughs> you can follow me on instagram um my tag is at ampersand um Ruth's baby R U T H S B A B Y seven three. Follow me there. Um, also, keep your eyes open. I'll be starting um, an Instagram page for my business, uh, Soul Flower Lifestyle LLC, Ooh, and uh, that will incorporate um, uh, my yoga practice, meditation. 
um, creating self-care routines that suit individual lifestyles and those products. types of things so okay. yeah because I can make a mean foot scrub and a bath soak so. mm-hmm. was this the one you was telling me about the... no not a bit that's Jamie okay that's <laughs> from Dr. Canton <laughs> got you well make sure you look out for all that from yeah. Kendra um, and I know it's going to be amazing product yeah, so definitely you. check her out you can follow me it's your boy CJ your ordinary CJ at I am just CJ all one word and you can follow me on Snapchat at me Mr. Me too that's two O's 82 <laughs> okay and you can follow the Pride Love and Ego um, podcast yes, page yes. on Probably Instagram up. at Pride Love and Ego all one word which has been up since last week and we've been okay. actually getting a lot of followers and stuff yes. so continue to keep feeding in and following and more content to come on the page as well yes. also subscribe to the pride love and eagle on apple uh, for your it. iphone users and for spotify and anchor you can just look up pride love and ego yes and it's clarence it. and mr wilson the third um you can follow me on instagram at a underscore man most worthy again that's a underscore man most worthy of which i am you are uh, yes I am but you got some issues uh, we all have issues more issues America. welcome to America <laughs> welcome to being black in America okay. um yeah so follow me I follow back now don't be following just to get your followers up because I will quickly unfollow I, I check it out anyway mm-hmm. that's a different situation mm-hmm. but uh alright I can't wait to see, speak to y'all next week yeah so we will be um, back yeah. next week for episode 6 yes and more six. guests to come in the future yes. Kendra right. G is so definitely gonna come back Woo. I'm already saying she's coming back she's coming back um, yes. so make sure you follow her follow Maybe me some follow lessons Clarence on touch. Um, yes. follow the IG page yes. follow the podcast page and uh, again we cannot thank you enough for the feedback, um, it's all been great. Even constructive criticism that we've been taking that we appreciate. Yes. Um, thank you to subscriptions. I mean, the, the you guys subscribing to the podcast. Absolutely. And just tell a friend, tell a neighbor, play it in traffic, tell a friend in traffic. You know, hey, wherever right. you can play it and share yeah, it, do tell that. Tell an enemy, shit. Right. Yeah. They might need to know something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so again, when Kendra come back, she's going to teach y'all how to get absolutely. Wet, between your, wet between your legs and in your butt. Absolutely. So again, <laughs> thank you again for Shout everything. The funky uh, uh, no. Yes. And you know anyway, what? go ahead. Uh-uh. Go I, ahead. I, it's uh-uh. said already. Well, go anyways, ahead. well, again, thank you. <laughs> continue to keep supporting. Continue to keep subscribing. Continue to keep oh listening. And we will be at next week with episode six. Until then, you guys be safe out in these yes. streets. Have a great week. And we'll catch you in traffic. Or maybe you'll catch us in traffic. Have an amazing uh, night. Not in this Atlanta traffic, but okay. Send us out. <laughs> Adios, muchachos. Buenos noches. Whatever, whatever that meant. <laughs> Later, y'all. Hey, y'all. You know who it hey. is. It's your boy, CJ. Your ordinary CJ. I am straight back from Italy. And we are here for... And I've been left in the United States. Dude, I was going to say something so it nasty. It is so ghetto over here. I was going to say something so, so nasty. So ghetto over here. It's real ghetto over here. That wasn't towards you. Oh, okay, good. Because you know, I was going to get nasty. Sensitive Sandy. Sensitive Sandy. I was going to say something nasty. But that nonetheless. Towards you. See how you think? You see how you think? You're sitting already negative. Stay ready. I'm, about, I'm Zen Clarence, okay? Okay, Zen when? Zen Clarence. <laughs> We're here for another episode of the Pride, Love, and Ego podcast. Yes. Episode 6. We're back. Folks, I'm tired. I really am. You look it. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna say what you look like, but you know that's neither here nor there. I had a respect for you for what you said. I'm not gonna say it. However, I'm tired, people. Straight off the damn plane. Not even. I just it's been 24 hours, honestly. But um, what an amazing time, an amazing trip. Something that was so memorable. Um, what did you go for? It was a friendsgiving trip. When I looked at your Instagram, it was like. You took about 50, 11 Negroes with you. It was like 30 of us, and it was women. Uh-uh. It was women and men who went on this trip. It was like five girls, and the rest of them was Negroes. Yes. So it was men and women, though, still. Still, I mean, shit, that's a, a whole people to travel with. But if it, it worked for y'all. Clarence, were you mad that you was here? I Didn't I just open by saying okay. that? I said it's real ghetto over here. Okay. I didn't have to go to Rome. I was in Italy, and yeah, you was at home. Whatever. What else is new? It's ghetto over here. What else is going on? And speaking of it being ghetto here, I think we need to give a shout out to the life and legacy of Young Dolph. What? Who? Oh, you have to educate me. He's a rapper. Young Dolph. Oh, he is a rapper. I don't listen to his he music. He just though. died today. He was shot in his car at a convenience store after he just bought some cookies. Good guy overall. Good guy. And um. He will be missed. He had a wife, children. My mouth is so like sad. very sad. Wide open right now. I'm mm-hmm. shocked. I didn't know that honestly. And that yes, is all right. Yes. So definitely my heart and prayers he, go out uh, to that happened their family. this afternoon, I believe. And um Where does happen Memphis. at Memphis. Memphis. How old was he? Young Dolph was born in eighty five, so that's what thirty six? No, is that thirty six? Eighty five, eighty two, so what is this? Thirty seven. Nonetheless, it's very sad. And we have to do something. He was. They tried to rob. Did they? Did they know who it was gang related? Or I think they might have called a video, but it wasn't gang related. He. I don't think he was affiliated with any gang. He was just a rapper, and you know, Memphis. Not saying it's a small town, but it's you know, if you big, you make it in Memphis. They know you. Is he from Memphis? Yeah. Okay. And they knew him by his car, I think, and they robbed him, shot him, killed him. Outside of a convenience store, after he went inside, the people said that he went inside and bought cookies. He got shot for cookies. That is terrible. And that is absolutely insane to me. Um, and I'm just going to say, I know I said I was going to stop saying, but niggas got to stop being niggas. We just got to stop. We just got to stop. We got There comes a point in time we just got to stop being ignorant and being hateful and being evil like cold evil and just this this trap and this 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 rap culture has to change and it has not changed in decades and it's time for a change we can't keep killing each other we already got it harder we right. can't keep killing each other Facts. and he rest in peace to that man he's just it's very sad like Definitely. it's um I don't understand why that happened the way it did, but I wish him a peaceful journey. That's all I can say. Yes, and my prayers go out to his entire family and mm-hmm. his friends and those who were affected by yes, it as well. Wife it's and terrible. children, beautiful family. That's wife terrible. And children. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, can we shed any positive news? <laughs> did you have a great weekend? Uh. I did absolutely nothing, which that constitutes as a great weekend to me. That's good. Yes. 
I did absolutely nothing. And I'm not boring. It's just, I think we need to normalize um, being at peace at home when you pay $1,000 plus in rent to stay. You should enjoy your palace. I enjoy my palace every inch of it. Oh, and he's going to listen to. I did do something this week. I celebrated my best friend's birthday. We went to Sky Zone, wore my ass out, and then followed that up right after Sky Zone with a kickback that did not end until 4 a.m. And playing host and party planning and shit like that. Wore a brother out, and so I was tired. And so Sunday, I slept in. So yeah, I did something. Well, happy birthday to the bestie. Yes. Shout out to Dante Iverson, the premier dancer, choreographer ever. Watch out for him. He's coming. He's coming. Watch out for him. Shout out to Dante Iverson. But speaking of normalizing. Yes. Which will bring us into our topic tonight, people. I feel like the word normalize just came became popular. Like, Normalizing or normalize. It's just well, been it's, popular within the last two years. Well, I think the word normal has always been around with people. Yeah, but normalizing. In, in academia, normalize has been a Normalizing thing or normalize? Normalize, both of them. Okay. Normalize in academia, it's been a thing. But as far as like social media and people and things, it's just been now becoming popular within the last two years. Two, three years. So, anyway, I don't know why. I just, that's no, 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 it's good that you pointed it out. So, with the topic, we're going to talk about can we normalize people honestly telling you that they're not your t- their type without you getting in your feelings? Ooh, that's good. It is good. It's good. People do have a tendency of getting in their feelings when people that they may be interested in tell them that they're not their type. Now, I'm going to first by saying, how are these people saying it? Because it's sometimes not what you say, it's how you say it. So I do feel like if a person comes off kind of rude about it, the, I feel like in that sense, you do have a way, you do have that right to feel some type of way if they're rude mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. I do believe, though, that if they say it in a polite way, in a way to where they're not trying to offend you, mm-hmm. then I don't think you really have a right to get in your feelings. Um... Let me say this. Well, I can't say that. Well, go ahead. No, no, no. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. There's a difference. There's two things. If a person comes to you with a... mm, How do I want to say this? If a person comes, says you're not their type, after you all have chilled a while and, you know went on a few dates so they can actually learn you. Mm-hmm. Then they say, oh, you know, I don't feel like you're my, you know, we, we're compatible. Mm-hmm. Fine, I can respect that. But if, say, you guys have met, like, on Instagram or an app or whatever, and they go with you out on a date, and then after the date, they, and you pay for everything, and then after the date, they tell you, oh, well, physically, you're just not my type or something of that nature. Then you can be pissed. I think it's certain. It's, you can be pissed. Well, maybe. You can be pissed after because you, knew, you, you knew I wasn't your type. <clears throat> no. Then, no, no, no. You knew I wasn't your type. Well, that's if you're not out here catfishing. That's what I'm saying. So, wait. Hold on. You could be someone's type physically, but then when they get around the person and they see how they act. 
that might not be well, their type. First and foremost. So you just said if you meet someone off of social media and they've been talking back mm-hmm. and forth on social media, of course they're attracted to the person that they see. Absolutely. And then let's say for now they meet this person in person and it is the same person that they've seen online. Mm-hmm. However, the way they act is not what they're used to dating. So you at that point, no, no, no. So at the, and I don't want to say this, but you know, they, you know, some men who like, be like, okay, I can't date you because you're too femme or you're too this or you're too that. And at that point, they're saying you're not my type. Now it's not even about a look part. Like you passed the look part, but now it's like on this part, I'm not really feeling that. You're not my type. I get that. Uh, they, is that wrong then at that point? Mm, yeah, because we we live in a, a very high tech society where I, me personally, I'm not going on a date with you before we FaceTime. I'm not about to sit here and just blind date myself. No. If we need we need to FaceTime before we even go out. If I'm about to spend my money on you, we're FaceTiming. Well, now I'm gonna say that's, this. That's crazy. If they FaceTime you, face, I'm not about to sit here and just go out randomly with somebody. I just have in my phone in a text message thread. That's stupid. Everybody that is stupid. has a now, FaceTime. Some everybody people. has a Zoom now. Everybody has a Facebook Messenger. Uh, uh, FaceTime and a Instagram FaceTime. That's stupid. I blame. You hold up now. Point. Now that that is very much so true. Okay. However, you know people can act one way on the phone. People can. Then that person is slow. You don't want to do that person no way because they no, absolutely. They, but you know they're slow for even thinking they can change up when you come in person. Be like, wait a minute. Now you want to act. Trying to make their voice sound a little bit deeper than what it is, or whatever it is that they may do. Okay. You don't agree with that. I. No, I think you play a part in it. You play a part in it. Because at a certain time, I'm just not about to go on a date with somebody that I have not FaceTimed with. That's crazy to me. That's fine. So let's circle back to the whole thing, though. Do people have a right to get in their feelings? Um, In that aspect, yes. Now, if on the other aspect, somebody came to you, stepped to you with some some type of um, sense. And they came to you respectfully and said, you know, after us chilling a couple times, you know, I just feel like we're incompatible in that way, romantically. Boom. Okay. I have no choice but to respect that. And though it may hurt your pride or your ego, ding, ding, take a shot. Um, (laughs) uh, It may hurt your pride or ego. You can't help but to respect that person because of... How they came to you, they stepped to you correctly, and they communicated that to you. Not maybe not through a text. Texting is not the best way to do anything with anybody romantically. Call a person, say, you know what? Hey, let's have a conversation. Have a conversation with that person. Normalize actual grown adult conversation. Respectful grown adult conversation. Normalize that shit first. Then let's talk about this other dating shit. Okay, so I'm gonna have to say. <laughs> Come to the pride and ego. Yes, I will say sometimes now at me at this age of my life that if I get turned down by somebody, do I feel some type of way sometimes? Yes, I do. Now, when I was younger in my 20s and someone would not would turn me down, I would definitely feel well, some yeah, type of way. We all do. Right, but it we took me, do. you know, as growing up and being around, you know, people and learning different things in life. And journeys within my life, I learned that, you know, not everybody is everybody's type. 
what I might think look good, someone else may think is not so good looking. Or what okay. you might think is ugly, someone may think is attractive. You know what I'm saying? Um, but now to fast forward to now on why I say I let my ego sometimes get in the way. Hence, pride, love, and ego. Take a shot. Um, for me, it's like if you know what you're used to pulling and what you know you, what you're used to having, and then you go to talk to somebody that may not be as on the level that you normally are used to talking to, and it's like you turn me down. That's your ego. It is one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But that person may be attracted, may be attracted to this characteristic, and you have, at the end of the day, it comes back to you. Because you were attracted to them. So don't, I mean, you can't be mad because they're not attracted to you. Because you were attracted to them too. What you going to say? That's why I want to be with your ugly ass? No. no. I mean, you I think, you know, when someone gets turned down, they always be like, I'll try, I don't want to talk to you anyways. That's I mean, childish. people, people, I don't, but not, people, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that, but people. I do know some females that are like that. People some would women, say that, sorry, though, because like people say it because they don't want to feel like they look, they don't want to feel like they're looking stupid. Everybody plays the fool sometimes. I mean, that's what that song comes from. Like, oh, does it? Well, I think he was actually in love, but at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, I think it's just you. Like, come on, we grown. So you're telling me that if you approach somebody and they tell you that they're not their, you're not their type, you don't feel no type. If of I way. approach them, oh yeah, oh we've right. never talked before, and I'm, I'm approaching like, like in if a gro- you're like, like in a grocery store or a grocery store, restaurant, wherever. I can't be mad. No, I can't be mad because I approached them. I was attracted to them. I need to own that. Take accountability. Let me ask for. you this: you meet you, you're out somewhere at a public place, whatever. You meet mm-hmm. somebody. And you talk to them and, you know, somehow in the midst of the conversation, they say, yeah, I'm single, whatever. But then later on, the conversation will be like, you know, after you shoot your shake, you say, you know, I'm not interested, right? Mm-hmm. Then in that same instant, you see them going to talk to somebody else that you don't really see it for. Like, they're not that attractive. They might have seen something in them that they And see you that's see fine. them giving them mad play, like talking. Yeah. And then you see them exchange numbers. You ain't going to feel no type of way. I'm not going to feel no type of way. Oh, I probably would. <laughs> that is your ego. That's your ego. You have an ego. I, I have come to the conclusion. Don't we all have an ego? We all do, but everybody doesn't utilize their ego like you. Uh, Why? Well, hold on. What is that supposed to mean? Hold mm-hmm. up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Brother, I'm going to tell you, you got an ego on you. What is that supposed to mean? Now, you said this before in the first episode, and I said we were not going to go there, and we can go there. So now that we're now six okay, episodes okay. into, okay. we can go there. So I want to know, what do you mean by that I okay, have an okay. ego? Listen, and I. Okay, hear me out. I want... It's not your... I feel like that you allow your ego sometimes to get the best of you. And I'm thinking of one particular instance, which I'm not going to bring up unless you bring up. You don't need to bring it up. We can talk about it, though. No, no, no. No names need to be said, but you can talk about it. Okay. That's what we do on this show. We talk okay. about real life shit. Okay, so in that instance, I felt like you were upset about something beneath you when you're up here. And that is a compliment to you. And I sat here and said, when you told me who the person was, I said, 
Well, shit, I'm glad you didn't date them because you deserved better. One, two, it ain't all it's cracked up to fucking be. I'm telling you. And three, ugh. Okay, so in that sense, I had to... T- okay, so... It was your fa- ego because you were very upset about it. I was upset because the thing is, I don't know much about the person, but I, you do. You know right. what I'm saying? And of course, from what I see on social media, it seems like things are really grand. However, I do know that people can live one way on social media and their life could be in shambles. And that's, one that's where you put okay. it salt them in person, but like, eh. So oh, when shit. you told me that, I'm like, okay. Excuse me. So I'm like, okay. Clarence is looking out for me. However, I kind of like want to see it for myself, but I didn't see what you were saying about the individual. I couldn't see that based on what I was seeing on social media. Cause that's all I had to go off of. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you airbrushed social media, airbrushed, airbrushed. Cause I was on their social media. Are you saying filter? They use filters a lot. Airbrush and filter. Oh, okay. Because when I so saw the skin the not media right, page, the teeth not right. What was it going? was. It gave. It, it 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 really promoted like Adonis, and then in person, dopey. <laughs> I swear to God. So it's the skin. So it wasn't just the skin. It the wasn't teeth, just the skin. everything. It was just the whole aesthetic. Very dopey. And Adonis on Instagram, you like, cause I well the body's real. You did say that they have a nice body, right? Mm. Oh, you don't see that either. Thinking back, it, it, two different things, two different people. Oh, okay. And that's why I was telling you, don't worry about the shit. And like I told you, your ego was still like, I don't understand. But okay, you also knew the situation. I did, and I said, right. Whoo! Uh, how, that even came, how it even came about. Right. And I, okay. I told you you dodged a bullet. Yeah. So, people, we're actually talking about this story. No names are going to be disclosed. We're talking about this story because it goes in what we're talking about. How, even though the person didn't inadvertently tell me I wasn't their type, they still kind of curved me um, in a sense. Right. <laughs> and we don't need to go there on how. This incident is so old at this point. This was like early spring. Mm-hmm. Early hell, it was even yeah, it was way early spring. But nevertheless, okay. So maybe I need to check my ego out the door. Yeah, check the ego out the door because you you um you gotta uh <laughs> you have to check that, and that's the only thing. I used to be where I used to be very um insecure about myself when I was growing up. And so when people didn't like me, what's wrong with me? What's why don't they like me? Me now, as I mentioned in the very first episode, me now, you don't want me, goddamn, God bless you, because you ain't gonna find better. I mean, yeah, you're right. Everyone's you ain't gonna not, find better. I'm just, I, I'm telling you, not gonna find better. And then there go see, and when you make comments like now that, that is that is the pride to my ego <laughs> because. That is uh, the ego to where if you don't want me, so sorry for you. I kind of did you a favor. Well, let me not say that. Right. You see, because <laughs> now when you say shit like that, when you say things like that. But no, am I going to sit in a corner 
and pout and wonder why the fuck you don't want me? No, I'm good. I'm not about to sit here and wonder. No, no, no. You don't need to pout, but you can be in your thoughts sometimes. I'm not in my thoughts about it. No, okay. I'm not in my thoughts about it, and here's why. I'm not in my thoughts about it because I know my growth, and I know who I am, and I know what I offer, and, I, and I'm and i the type of person where I put 100% in the front, so you know what you're getting in the front, and it's only going to get better. So, therefore, if you pass that by, that's on you. And nine times out of ten, I did myself a favor because then I, I followed them on social media and I see, baby, you missed the chance of a lifetime because I done seen what you done went to. So, I'm okay with it. That makes me, actually makes me feel better. It does. So, does it make you feel better sometimes when someone tells you they're not your type, right? And then they follow you, right? And you know you're doing all these good things in your life. Does that make you kind of feel good? Like, yeah, I see you watching. I'm gonna do it on watch, period. You understand what I'm saying? That, but I, you yeah, see I what I'm saying? Like, I see you watching. So it's like, now you get the, this is what you missed out on. So you said if a person tells me I'm not your type. Right. Or but they're not my type. They're not, yeah, you're not their type. But oh, they okay. follow you on social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I've had people to serve. Okay, here we go again. Circle, circle the block. block. <laughs> they circle the block. Well, maybe um, let's try to go for a drink. Nah, I'm good. Let's keep it social media based. And if you see me out, and I don't go out. So by chance, you see me out. It's a church. Hey, how you doing? Not a church, hey. Church really? I'm, I'm dead ass. Like, I'm not that dude. Like, I'm not. You not. You, at this age, you're not about to fake me out. You're not about to play me. It play in my face. Like, I gave you the opportunity. And if you didn't see it, you didn't see it. You didn't see it. That's on you. That's then their ego bruised. Not mine. You're not about to sit here and build and bruise anything that I've built. And I've come a very long way. So, you're not about to sit here and play with my head and my emotions and my ego because you don't know what the fuck you want. And I done showed you all this glory and greatness. How there dare you? Go. How dare you? How dare, how if, dare the listeners you? Not, if the listeners have not picked up, you come off as that you're just this perfect catch. Not if I don't believe I'm a perfect catch, who will? Yeah, you should... I believe I am a great catch. You should reach for the stars for yourself. You absolutely should. I surely do. I surely do. Right, but you don't need to come off as arrogant, and it doesn't need to come off as like... I don't come off as arrogant. You're a great catch, but you're still single. Is that by my choice or by someone else's? I don't really know. Exactly. Based on what you... So therefore, it's by Based on what you're telling me and what you have told me, and as long as I've known you, I was going to say it's because of you, because you're extremely picky. Boom. There we go. It's my choice. It's my choice. You just can't be... You cannot be out here giving yourself away to any and every Tom, Dick, Harry, Sherelle, Sheena, who the fuck ever. not saying that. To whoever. I'm not about to sit here and just give myself to, to every fucking body. I'm just not. I'm just not. What does that have to do I'm with... I'm not about to sit here and waste my time either. No one wants you to waste time. And I'm not saying give yourself to everybody. However... When... However, when I find that one, when is it going to be that time? 
it's on God's timing. Absolutely. You it right. Because it ain't because it, it ain't like I'm not out here uh, dating. We know. Dating. We know. Dating. We know. Dating. Serial dating. I go to dinner dates. I do too. Well, well, I saw dirt and grass. <laughs> <laughs> See when you drove by, um, dirt and grass, dirt and grass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, for real, like, well, I do. I go to the movies. I go on dinner dates. I have been right. axe thrown, all that. So don't try to play me. Like I'm not I don't... trying to play you. You do go on nice dates. I yeah, hear about it. But what I'm nice saying dates. is, when I feel like you're you're not worthy of that time, and you're showing me that I'm right, what I'm upset about. All right. Thank you. It was nice to meet you. you you're a fun person. Peace. What, what? There's nothing else I can do. I'm not about to sit here and waste your time and lead you on and think, well, maybe hopefully they'll grow on me. That's playing with you. I don't want nobody playing with me, so I'm not going to play with you. Facts. And I think we need to normalize that. Stop playing with people. If you don't want them, say that shit. Don't sit there and try to concocting your mind oh well you know I see potential I'm not dating potential I, and at this age now and everything that I've been through I want you to come to me at least 80% whole and let me know show me that you're working on that 20% because we walk people walk around here Trying to give me bits and fucking pieces. What the fuck? I look like one bits and fucking pieces. If I'm going to bring you at least 85%, which I damn sure know that I am. Because I'm working on the 15% in therapy. Actively. More like 35. What the fuck are y'all doing? More like 35%. Who? It's you? Yeah. Baby, don't deflect over here. Okay. Don't deflect over here. I'm just saying. Don't deflect over here. And on that note. Nonetheless. And on that note. And I am in therapy. That's right. But you know, 15%. I just said I was too. 15%. Try 35. Anyway, yeah, 15%. So therefore, you know, I want you to come with something. Something. Hell, I don't know. Provided the table, at least provide a plate. Okay. Well, on that note, I will say this. Overall, and just speaking of this, we have to start normalizing. How can it? We need to stop normalizing getting in our feelings. Like, we cannot get in our feelings. It's okay for people not to like it's you. It's okay, including me. It's okay for people to say they don't like but you. But don't also don't let nobody play in your face. If they that know what too. you look like and they, talk, and they go on a date with you and make you spend your money. Right. Don't let no one try to. Just their ass out because you knew who I was when you met, when you talked me online. And I'm the same person I am with my pictures. Don't let them play you in your face. Don't let no one manipulate you. And don't let no one take advantage of you. For Um, a free meal. Absolutely. And on that note. I'm triggered. (laughs) We are going to wrap up this episode of Pride, Love, and Ego. Uh, We just want to let the listeners know that we will be out next week. Because it is Thanksgiving Thanksgiving week. I'm going home to Tampa, Florida. For everyone who is traveling home or traveling to see friends and family for the holiday. Please be safe. Are you going anywhere for Thanksgiving? I'll be here. Um, please be safe. Please mask up and just enjoy, um, you know, your family, your friends. I know last year was a little bit different, you know, so I'm sure this year, you know, 
You'd be able to, you know, make up for lost time for, you know, what took place last year with, you know, the height of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, so we will definitely be returning back on December 1st for another episode of Pile Up Ego. That'll be episode seven. Um, and until then, continue to keep listening, continue to keep supporting and subscribing yes. and telling a friend. Thank you for all the love. Play it while you're in traffic. Tell a friend while you're in traffic. Tell Share it with your family. Absolutely. At the table. Continue to follow. And if you have not followed, please follow the Pride, Love, and Ego Instagram page, all one word. Um, more content to come on yeah. the Instagram page as well. I know it's looking a little dry right now. Um, <laughs> we got more content coming to the page for sure within the next week. Yes. Um, you can also follow me. Um, this is your boy, CJ, your ordinary CJ, at I am just CJ, all one word on Instagram. And you know where to find me on Snapchat. Meet Mr. Me Too. That's two O's, 82. On Snapchat. And I still can't believe you still have a Snapchat. A lot of people Snapchat. do. I only, I only use Snapchat for the photo. I don't really use I normally use Instagram's my go to. I think you know. I know. Instagram well, Snapchat is amazing. That's what people that need filters. Maybe that person you was talking about. Mm-hmm. But let them know where they can well, follow you. Maybe. I let think they're using Photoshop. Well, throw your little shade, you know. <laughs> but let them know where they can follow you at. Uh, everybody can follow me at A underscore man most worthy. Again, A underscore man most worthy. Of course, I am a man most worthy. Um, and yeah, Jesus. people enjoy your families. Spend time with your families. Again, um, sad to hear the passing of young Dolph. Yes, rest in um, peace. Right before the holidays is that with kids and the wife. Um, spend time with your families and loved ones. Uh, ensure, and I'll say this and we'll close, ensure that your families respect you. Don't allow people to make you have uncomfortable conversations. Learn to remove yourself when respect and love is no longer being served. Get up from the table. Respect everyone and walk away. Don't allow somebody to force you into uncomfortable conversations because this is that time of year. Absolutely. That's families do that, mine included, if you're listening. Sure. Well, on that note, happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays to you all. Safe travels to wherever you may be traveling to. And we will yep. see you in, in December 1st. Yep. I'm going to miss you guys. Love you guys. Bye.